We've got a code. Use code VOLLEYPOD for 20% off almost anything on the Art of Coaching Volleyball website, including premium memberships, coaching resources, and nearly all books. That's VOLLEYPOD, V-O-L-L-E-Y-P-O-D. Use it to save anytime you're on the site. Are you ready to take your volleyball game to the next level? Every week on the VolleyPod, we talk to two top coaches who share their secrets for success on the court. From drills to build skills to strategies for boosting confidence, you won't want to miss this valuable advice. Tune in now and elevate your game today. Good afternoon. We are back on the VolleyPod with Crystal Jackson, and she has been talking with us. She did a skill on setting. That was fantastic. And now she's back with the scenario. So thanks for being with us, Crystal. And uh, what do you have for us on the scenario? Thank you, guys. So happy to be back. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. So I've been thinking about this. What would be the best scenario to share with you guys? And so on my Instagram, I'll ask questions. And the two things I get asked the most is how do I be more consistent and how do I be more confident? And the things that we talked about in the first episode really help you become consistent. So I'm going to talk about confidence today because um, we can technically be sound, but if we are not confident, it's not going to, I mean, we're just going to be all over the place. Awesome right? scenario. My setter isn't confident enough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, good. I think, yeah. I think that uh, we've had a couple coaches in that, in, in that, that camp. Yes, for sure. A hundred percent. Great, great choice. I love it. Perfect. Good. Well, I always trust myself, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. So the first thing I'm going to say about confidence is it's a choice. So you might not like that answer, whoever is hearing that, but I really want you to hear that you must believe in yourself first before anything else. So it starts with believing in yourself. So even right now, you can write down on a piece of paper, hopefully you've been taking notes, and write down, I choose to bet on me, or I choose to believe in myself. So what does that even mean to believe in yourself? Well, you must be like in your head, believe that you can go create anything that you want. So setting, for example, you can create your own success, whatever you choose it to be. So does that make sense? You guys, like you've got to have the mindset to believe in yourself. Small town girl here from cute little Ventura, you know, Matt Prosser. You guys remember Matt Prosser? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. He went to Long Beach State. That was a huge deal for our high school. He was going to play D1 college volleyball. And, it was, you know, I believed. I believed that it was possible. So here are the words. It was possible for me to go play at a D1 school. And I thought it was Stanford. And then I realized it was UCLA. And I'm so grateful. Both would have been amazing, right? So you guys must believe in yourself. But how do we actually build confidence? I think that's the thing that's going to make the biggest difference right. for you so guys. From and- a- and we're really looking from a coach's perspective. So you yeah, have a player absolutely. who comes in and, you know, she's, you know, either learned some basic setting techniques and, uh, you know, I mean, she's fundamentally pretty sound, but as soon as she shanks one ball, she kind of gets yeah. rattled and then gets the yips and then everything. So as a coach, how do we approach that? 
Oh, that's a different. Okay, we can go that way. So how do you approach that as a coach? Well, let me let me just talk one time or one second here about the player. If you are practicing on your own at home, that practice at home carries onto the court for you to feel and be more confident. Do you guys see that? Yeah, so if so I'm at home. Right. So, but yeah, that, but that's great stuff that we can coaches go from can a coaches is yeah. saying, listen, Hey, doing mm. homework, uh, gives you more confidence, right? And going, yeah. you know, there are some kids who embrace that, right? There are some setters who embrace that and will go home and really work. And, you know, you kind of earn the right to be confident there, you know, by going home and doing your routine all the time. So, no, that's great from a coaching perspective, too. I see it from a player, but I see it from a coach as well. Awesome. Thank you. So, yeah, I believe that if you really want to be confident, you got to put the work in. But it, again, why I started with belief is you got to believe that it, you're, it's possible and you got to have that in the back of your hand. Like, I can actually do this. So, from a coach's standpoint or athlete standpoint, well, from the coaches, you can inspire your athlete to go home and practice drills on your own with good technique. That is going to make them be more successful on the court. From an athlete's perspective, that's you making the decision to go become your best, which that energy right there will make you feel more confident. The third thing I always recommend is lifting weights. Mm. That Ooh, to me, yeah. and I, I, well, and I come from a strength training background. So we used to own a gym in San Diego called Jackson Strength. Yes. And I saw it. I saw girls come in. Here's just like a simple example. Girls come in. They were okay. Maybe a twos player. I'm thinking of one of our players right now. She was on the twos team. She came in and she said, Crystal, I just want to make the ones team and I want to play in college. Well, fast forward a couple of years later, she's been strength training with us. She's jumping higher. She's stronger. She's quicker to the ball, right? All these things that you need as a volleyball athlete. She made the ones team. She went on and played for a D1 school and had a great career. So it's a but all three of these things are possibly free. Strength training you might have to pay for, but let's say strength training or even just doing squats, push-ups, planks, and um, like chin-ups at home. All that is, though, the confidence, you must learn to build confidence from the inside out, where what I see happening is that confidence is it's fake confidence from players that they're feeling when someone says, Hey, great job. That's fake confidence. They need to build their confidence from the inside out. It's such a good point. As you were talking there, I was thinking before you said weightlifting, I was thinking that same thing because it draws out such a challenge from you, right? That you're testing mm -hmm. yourself every time you do it. And every time you test yourself, you get a little stronger and it's just like a little, little confidence boost every time. Right. But it, only when you go hard, you go hard, you get a little boost. And so that's the way I kind of got my confidence, too. So I think that's a great point by you. That's exactly how I built my confidence. I started lifting at 14 and in college at 19, I had a shoulder surgery. So I redshirted my sophomore year, had shoulder surgery, and there was a lefty setter coming in the next year. And so I went to, OK, here again, challenging point in my life. I can choose to just see what happens or I can bet on me and I weight trained and no one told me to. So I'm here, I'm in the, you know, doing sprints on the treadmill with a fling. <laughs> and then I'm going into the, the racquetball room and I start throwing the ball with my left hand or sorry, a tennis ball with my left hand. Cause I was like, okay, 
lefties setter come in. I don't have a left hand. So let me, let me make sure I have a left hand so I could serve in May when I was released. At least I'd be able to serve. Maybe not great, but I could still get the ball over the net with my left hand. Wow. So literally taught myself. So, you know, you learn so much about yourself in the weight room. I still do. I still do CrossFit. And I still learn something about myself every single day. And very, the biggest thing that you learn is you learn how to be your word when you start a workout and you finish a workout. And I want everybody to hear this. Don't be the person that cuts it short on yourself. I watched a man do it today where there's still 10 seconds left on the clock of a 20 minute AMRAP and he stopped and he just gave up on that point to himself. Do you guys see that? That crushes your confidence. But if you're the person that sprints through the line they do their reps at home. You're weightlifting on your own when no one's looking, right? Be the kid that wakes up before practice or sorry, not practice at school and works out. How amazing will you feel about yourself? And now you're going to exude confidence on the court because you know you've put the time in. And that's the thing that is going to make you stand out as a setter. That's such a great point. The attitude towards challenge, right? And how, how they interact with challenge is really, really important. Yeah. And you You're going to have challenges you, your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are parents of young kids. And, you know, I look at this and, and Crystal, uh, the message is, is uh, you know, seems so simple, but it's so profound. And, you know, we're in a situation with uh, mental health with young kids right now. Or, hey, that's got to be a concern for you guys when you look at the, the state of mental health for teenagers uh, as your kids yeah. grow up. And doing something like, you know, strength training where it's very measurable. You can go in and you can get results and you can see yourself improving. You can see yourself getting stronger. You can build that confidence. Uh, I mean, that has to be huge when we look at mental health in general, even beyond the, uh, you know, the idea of, you know, playing volleyball at a higher level. Right. right. Good point. Absolutely. No one can take that away from you. So when you build your confidence, you know, let's just say through weight training or putting in extra work, no one can strip that from you. And so you naturally are confident, right? That's what I mean. The fake, fake confidence, right? Um, mental health is a huge concern and, Yes, as a parent, it's like, hey, what do I get to do to set my kids up for success? Our kids, strength train, they don't love it like I love it. So it's somewhat a little challenging for me because I love it because I've built myself through it. Right. So many, you know, the hard moments in my life, I've gone back to the weight room and like I just, you know, the answer comes to me or whatever. I've faced challenges and worked through so much in the weight room. But also, I'm reminding my boys hey, what do you get to do today to feel good about yourself that you created, right? So the results on the court are amazing. And parents, please don't praise your children for how many kills they had, how many assists they had. Praise them for their attitude and effort. That is everything. If my kid goes out there and in whatever sport they're playing and they're a great teammate, they're coachable, they have an amazing attitude and they go after every ball, that makes me proud as a parent, not that my kid gets 20 kills. Good point for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It, training the mind as we train the skills, uh, the physical skills, right? Such a critical yeah. point. I love it. Yeah. I got awesome. another question for you. 
Yes, ask away. So let's put your setter into a match. And so let's okay. say that, hey, they've done a pretty good job of uh, building their confidence. They have a you know confidence base and they, they lift, they have some mental training, their attitude's pretty good, but they come in one match and all of a sudden they're not playing well. And you have, you've set some volatile hitters, Crystal, in your day, I imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and let's say all of a sudden they get some negative feedback from a, a volatile hitter who said, hey, just, you know, just all you got to do is just, you know, locate and I'll take care of the rest. And so they start getting a little yippy. What are some things like confidence wise for a coach, how we can help players when those things happen during a match or during practice uh, to help players kind of come out of that, uh, you know, little doldrum period? Yeah, that's a great question. So first, as a coach, for me personally, as a coach, my job is to understand what makes my setter tick. So, and I learned this as a setter with my hitters. Well, do I need to be a cheerleader for my setter or do I need to get in her face? What's the thing that's going to make her move? Do you guys know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, so like, it's different with every setter is what you're saying. So you got to kind of uh, know, you got to know the kid, which makes sense, you know. A hundred percent. And I've learned this with parenting, Davis, as you grow with your child, your beautiful baby. And if you have more kids, it's not the same with every kid. And it's, just, and it's not that way with your athletes. As a setter, I can think of one of my hitters that I had to be the cheerleader. Hey, girl, you got this. Go ahead and swing the ball. I'm going to cover you. And then the other girl, I'm saying, hey, hit the blanket ball in the court. Let's go. We need this. You know what I'm saying? So first of all, coaches, take that as a huge responsibility that that is your job. You must learn your player and setters. That's your job to learn your hitters, your libero your teammates on the court, because if you go rah-rah cheerlead to the girl that needs you to get in her face, she's going to roll her eyes and not listen to you. Right. Yep. So first of all, no, for going back to your question as a coach, know your setter. I also love having um, a word for my setter that she can say to herself. So it can look very different for a lot of people or a lot of different people. Um, you could say, I love this. You could call it a mantra. I'm successful at everything I do. So when I'm facing something, really the, the thing that scares me the most right now is when I go ski with my boys because they go fast and it's scary for me and I'm still a new skier. But I will say to myself when I'm going through this moment, I'm like, all right, that's right. I'm successful at everything I, can, or everything I do. I can do this. You could even just remind your setter that you can do this. Or have your setter say to yourself, I can do this. So I can do this. A, I can put a hittable wall. So, so they, they are preparing for this beforehand as a coach. You're telling your setter, hey, this stuff's yeah. going to happen. It happens to every setter. Every setter is going to go through some periods where their confidence isn't sky high. But they have a mantra that they they have in their toolbox for, hey, this is what happens when, hey, mm -hmm. you have a couple sets that don't get located. And, you know, you trust yourself like you talked about before, that whole idea of, of believing in yourself and that trust. And this is the mantra you use to get you back on track. I love it. Yeah. 
You could also say whatever. You could say like, I'm the best setter that I can be. I don't know. You make up the thing that makes you feel good and come back to that. But I also want the setters to hear this. You get to be resilient. You get yes. to, you're going to get the eye rolls, by the way. You're going to, I can re- still remember a player giving me eye rolls. And it's what you do with that information <laughs> that you do. But what do you do with that information right. in your head? Do you go into self speed up? Oh gosh, I suck. Or do you say, I got this. I'll give her a hittable ball. Like no big deal. Right. So you got to be really resilient. The last thing I want my setters to hear or the setters to hear here is, if you go into self beat up, which by the way, you guys, I was really good at it, man. I created a lot of great results by going into self beat up. And what I know now is we don't have to go there to be successful. So l- rather than going into self beat up and telling yourself that you suck, it's not going to make you that much better by the way. But if you go back and you look at it and you're like, okay, I struggled today. What made me struggle? How can I get better? I like these three questions. What worked about my game tonight? What didn't work about my game tonight? And what do I get to improve on? Now I'm moving forward versus when you go into self-beat up, you're stuck in the past, you're stuck in your junk, and it's really hard to get out of that. So rather than be that type of person, step into the pro mentality where you're going to look at what didn't work, what worked, and what do I get to improve on? And that's what you get to work on the next practice. I think that's a great take on that for sure. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add for the uh, the confidence piece before we move on? No, I, I think that's it. Can I just throw one thing in there too? So, yeah. So one of the things that I think about now, because I was the setter that was nervous. I think I led, <laughs> I led Orange County in assists one year, and I'm sure I led it in doubles, probably, <laughs> probably twice as much, right? So I, I yes. got the yips, you know, real quick, and. Um, one of the things I wish I would have thought about is hitters hit a percentage. Setters are expected to set every ball to the target, right? And it's just not realistic. Setters hit the target a percentage of the time. Now, it's a much higher percentage, obviously, than a hitter getting a kill. But if I just thought in the way like, okay, like that one I missed, but this one I'll hit and, you know, that kind of thing. Like Steph Curry, not I'm Steph Curry, <laughs> but Steph Curry is going to make his free throws consistently. He doesn't need to worry about it, right? And so I guess the idea is like, you know, if we can say, if you strike out as a hitter, you're not going to go into self-beat-up mode too soon because everyone strikes out all the time. And I think that's the same thing that could be said for setting. Yes, you're going to hit the target most of the time, especially if you do your fundamentals. But there will be a certain percentage of time that you don't, and that's okay. You can still win the game. You can still manage the game. You can still be a great setter. I guess that's my little take on that. I I want to add something to this. I love that because one bad set, who cares? Let it go. Yeah. Like, seriously, let it go. Like you were talking about striking out. I, I think you're if you're referring to baseball, baseball, like a good hitting percentage is like 250, 300. They're striking out seven times, you know? <laughs> right. So setters, let it go. Like, and that could be a phrase. I teach that to my setters too. Let it go. And my boys who are pitchers, I'm like, let it go. Who cares? Yep. Move on. Next point. Yep. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love right. it. I have one more question. Because yes. I saw this on your uh, Instagram feed. We'll be talking about that in a couple minutes. But one of the things you talked about, and I don't know if this can be kind of tied into confidence, is the idea of playing defense as a setter. And is that something you can rely on 
as being this kind of complete volleyball player where, hey, you maybe don't set the perfect set, but you're playing such great defense that everybody on the court knows, wow, <laughs> uh, don't hit it to right back, right? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say it from this standpoint. A complete setter is an amazing defender, too. They're a great setter. They're a defender. They're a great server. They're a great leader. So the, I think what setters mostly do is like, oh, I just need to focus on setting, 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 and they disregard their defense. Yeah. I know. Yeah. They, they, you guys, I'm guilty of it last night. I left <laughs> early, and I literally was – I looked at my team, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. That was a rookie move. Like, I can't believe <laughs> I just, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I totally failed on him. So I want you guys to hear, you got to play defense first. And I know your coaches are telling you that, but really, if you really take that to heart, that when you play better defense, you will feel good about yourself, right? Of course, confidence. If you get an amazing dig, you feel freaking good. Yep. You get yep. that tip right over the block or, and that it's frustrating for the hitter. They can't tip it to you anymore. They got to hit somewhere else. That's awesome. And um, my fifth year, so my last year at UCLA, I actually made that decision before season. I was like, I'm going to be one of the best defenders on my team. My libero was Chrissy Zartman, who is oh, phenomenal. Zartman, oh my gosh. So good. Amazing libero. And I challenged myself every practice. So before every practice, I wrote down a goal that was not related to setting. So I want you guys to hear that again. Not related yeah, to setting. Like that. Like that. I wrote it down before every, I had my own notebook. I had paper in there and I'd write down, okay, today I'm going to get three blocks. Today I'm going to get five digs. And so <laughs> I kept track. No one else knew I was doing this. But to me, this is about a game of you versus you, you becoming your best. And so why not show up becoming your best and challenge yourself? You don't need to compete with the other person. Just make it about you becoming your best and the results will show. Awesome stuff. Yep. Wow. I awesome. love it. I love it. Well, hey, we're going to move on to the resource uh, segment of the show. And you have a uh, product, Elite Setting System. So tell us about it. Tell us about a little maybe about the, uh, the evolution and then where you are right now and then how people can uh, uh, access it. And we're, uh, we'll definitely put it in our show notes so everybody can awesome. uh, check it out. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited to share about this because, um, you know, at one point I thought I was done when I moved up to Montana. I thought I was done with coaching and just being here, parents kept hearing about, like, I played volleyball. I'm like, why don't you do any camps? So I, I did a camp. And with zero emails and just text messaging parents, and in eight days, I believe it was, I had 55 kids show up to a camp Nice. here in awesome. small town, Montana. Okay. So, cool. so fast forward nine months later, I don't, do, I don't do anything with it. Nine months later, I have another friend that keeps pounding me. I'm like, fine, I'll do another camp. I have 88 kids show up. Yes. And so I'm like, oh, okay, people want this here. I There's guess a little this, demand. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't know. So I, kept, I started doing camps and clinics here, and I'm all about leadership skills and building you from the inside out. And I had this idea. I was like, gosh, I wonder if I could build a volleyball membership site and teach volleyball skills. So Memorial Day weekend last year, 2023, my family and I go to this cute little high school, small town high school to film. 
They don't even charge me to use the gym. That's how amazing they are. I can just go film for like two days and not be charged. It's so cute. And um, I start with defense, which who knows why would a setter start with defense? Like, seriously, that's just like the most boring thing for me. And I quickly shift over and I start doing setting. And my husband says, just stay there. And I film for five hours. <laughs> nice. I filmed, And it was just me and a wall, so not even on the court. I just went over to the wall and I was like, okay, let me teach, you know, hand placement first. Let me teach footwork off the net, like all these things. So it went from a membership site to, I'm going to make a digital product out of it. So I made a digital product and um, fast forward to today, we have over 137 members. I believe when I looked this morning, it was 137 members. So we're still in the new phase of it, like beginning stages of this. But I'm teaching people the words I like to say is create your own success from home with just a ball and a wall. That's all yes, you need. I love, I love so, that yeah. So all and the reason why I say create your own success is because really that's what it's about. If you're committed and you really desire to become your best, and I'm here. You go. I'm giving you the tools. I'm giving you all the things that I've learned from all these amazing coaches into you know what my brain sees for you to do you go practice it, you're going to see the results on the court. So all the drills are setting with you and a ball on a wall, everything you can do on your own. You don't need a coach. And it's amazing. I absolutely love it. I think if you're a setter, it's silly. If you don't get it, I would say absolutely get it because we made it a very low end product because I want it in the hands of 10,000 people. That's my vision is to see 10,000 people practicing at home and you guys, it's been so cool to grow this channel because this all happened organically. Jackson Strength Volleyball was, again, not in my radar. And I just started posting things. I decided to do a reel every single day starting September 1st. And today I'm on day 152 wow. consistently. So, That's awesome. yeah, and that was, cool. by the way, that was hard, you guys, because here I was stepping into, okay, I'm going to do a reel. I don't even know how to do a reel. What do I talk about? <laughs> All these things, but I, there was one reel that I got tons of traction and I said this, if you're a setter that wants to play in college, you must do this to stand out. And so I started studying Instagram and learning, got it. This is what people want. And I started creating just content for everybody. So go follow Jackson Strings Volleyball. It's every single day I post something for setters and setters get to be loved up. You know, it's the hardest position because you get, you get all the, the all stuff. The eye rolls, all the eye rolls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's never good enough. The eye rolls, the, all the things. But you know what? To me, it's the most gratifying position. And it's been a blast to create all of this and just excited to see where the company goes. Wow. That is unbelievable, Crystal. Really uh, cool. I had high expectations for this pod having you on here. And you've exceeded <laughs> all of them. So it's been, oh. uh, it's been so great. And we'll definitely... Uh, get all the uh davis is the tech guy so he'll take care of all that yep. and make awesome. sure all of that is in our show notes so people can uh access that and uh gain from your wisdom it's perfect yeah. i would say take advantage of it everyone i mean it's it's a great resource and i love what you said about it being a choice like it is you, you can get good at setting setting is very much a skill it's not like being a middle where you have to be so huge, you know, and all that stuff where, you know, it's some genetic gift, right? Setting is a mm -hmm. skill that is very much learned. And if 
you practice this stuff that Crystal's been talking about, it'll it'll definitely work and it'll get you consistent. So I'm stoked. Awesome. I'm going to check it out. So thanks so much for being on. Uh, thank you guys so much. I want to say one last thing to remind the setters that um, we've had two Olympian setters that are around 5'7", all-American yes. Olympian setters. So Absolutely. please, and we didn't even get into this. This could be a whole nother topic. Don't buy into the story that you're too short. You know what I'm saying? We have girls exceeding expectations right now with their height. And like, you just got to literally go back to, I believe in me. So thank you guys so much for having me. This has been a blast. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. And for those of you out there that want to check out our social media, check us out on Instagram at AOC.TheVolleyPod and on Twitter at TheVolleyPod, where we announce our new episodes every week. They come out Thursday at 9 p.m. Thanks a lot, Todd. Thank you, Crystal. Davis, well done, Crystal. That was awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Goodbye. Thanks, guys.